0: Hey folks, uh, so before we get into the show, which was uh, recorded uh, live on YouTube, you can watch the YouTube link if you go to youtube.com and search RFK Refugees. uh, We we had Charlie Boehm on the show. Uh, Fortunately, we ran into some technical difficulties, uh, so part of his interview, unfortunately, was lost. Um, We do apologize for that, uh, but you get to hear most of what he has to say, and he's got some really good stuff to say. Uh, So uh, without further ado, enjoy the show. This episode of RFK Refugees is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. If you'd like to ensure that there are future episodes and help this show grow, visit patreon.com/rfkrefugees. That's patreon.com/rfkrefugees. Enjoy the show. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, RFK Refugees Podcast. Ted and John here, here to talk you through some deadline day. I think a deadline day we thought was maybe going to be a little bit more exciting than it ended up being. But uh, we're still here. We're still here to talk DC United. We're still here to give the people what they want. You can call us. You can call us. The number should be right down here. Should be right down here for you to see. For you to see and for you to dial in and for you to,
1: to give us your thoughts, John. How you doing, my friend? I'm great. It is weird that yesterday was basically deadline day as far as DC United is concerned. So we're we're like 24, we're like 24 hours, uh, you know, ahead of time. We we got all the good stuff out of the way, I guess. There were a whole bunch of rumors that we're pretty excited that we'll get into that would have been interesting if they had actually come to fruition, but they did not. So we were left to talk about. You know, three or four deals. Three, three or deals. four deals. One one
0: being the major deal. Um, one being the absolutely probably the biggest deal. Uh, in a player outgoing that exists right now. So uh, that would be Wayne Rooney, uh, who is leaving DC United at the end of the year, leaving in January. Um, he will be going to Derby County as in a player coach role. Um. It, we we kind of talked about this in the last show so I don't know like how much we really want to uh when we want to when we, when we want to get into this uh but john what are your uh what are your thoughts what are your what are your opinions on this what are your give me give me your raw thoughts right now
1: yeah I was more bummed than I thought I was gonna be i think that's sort of where I landed uh so many people there's been you know a lot of hot takes a lot of medium takes uh and there will be a lot more as he actually leaves at the end of the year but it's still. I I talked to my wife, and I was still. I was still surprised that he's here. Like it still was weird to me that it was even occurring. So the fact that he's leaving in a year, I got. I don't know. I, I guess I was. I was. I was, not thinking that that was possible. I was happy that you know we were in the place we were in where we had this great player, who really brought the attention on this team. Uh, that this team hasn't gotten in a long, 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 long time. Uh, and I wasn't thinking that there was a possibility that he would leave us early because he had another opportunity. I thought it, it was just if the only reason I thought he would leave early is if he failed miserably and he didn't fail miserably at all. He succeeded wonderfully. So, you know, I think that I'm glad that DC United were able to keep him from leaving now and let him make it to the end of the year for a couple of reasons. You know, it would have been ridiculous if that was the end of his DC United tenure. If that 5-1 defeat was like, all right, well, we'll never <laughs> see you again. That's the last taste we have in our mouth of Wayne Rooney uh, on this team. So, and you know, they're theoretically, you know, they got nine games. They're not out of the playoff hunt. As bad as the team has been, as bad as the team has made me feel uh, the last two months, they're still theoretically, they're in it, man. They're still around. Uh, They weirder things have happened. I guess things things could go. They've got they've gotten some reinforcements. The the bench is no longer just horrible very sad things. <laughs> it's actually some good things. So, who knows? But, uh, overall, I'm very sad. I'm happy that he came. I'm glad that he's sticking around to the end of the year. Um, I don't think... I don't imagine a fairy tale ending with this. I will be glad to be wrong and be surprised, but I'm, I'm you know... I just... It's, it's It's. tough to put it into words that the opportunity we had and we, we, got, we got some great memories out of it, and now we hope we can get at least a couple more in the next nine games.
0: Yeah, I think that's the... I mean, that's the hard part. I think from a marketing perspective, this, this is this is bad for DC. I mean, there's no question about it. This is uh this is not a good thing for, for the team. Um they are losing, you know, one of their most marketable stars, one of their you know, really one of their biggest stars. Um and it, it's going away. Um on the fields, um, you know, I, I'm I am probably I'm certainly higher than than John on Ola Kamara, but I am really high on Ola Kamara and what he can bring to this team, and and he's not going to be a direct replacement for Wayne Rooney. Uh, there, I mean, there's there's very little that can do that, um, but I think he can certainly do enough to be an effective goal scorer in this league uh, if the team can get the pieces around him uh, to to feed him the ball and put the ball in the back of the net. Um, I think they'll probably you know once Wayne Rooney leaves, they'll probably first step is going to be to finding other pieces that can sort of supply Ola Kamara. Um, that's going to be the biggest catch, whether Ben Olsen's here or or, or not. Um, that's going to be, I think, the big question uh, entering the off season. Um, but I, I'm I'm kind of with you. I think there, we we've entered the acceptance phase of of Wayne Rooney leaving. Um, I mean, there are a lot of great memories with, you know, the Orlando goal. The I posted the the TMZ um, <laughs> where Ben Olsen was ambushed in the airport. Still friggin' crazy to think about uh, when you really think about it. Um, just the fact that we got to see that, but, uh, I mean, we had some, I mean, the half, the half volley goal from this season was, was incredible. Um, even if it came in, in, in absolute dire, uh, straights for, for DC. So th- there's a lot, uh, a lot of good memories. I, I, you know, the question of course comes, you know, short of him winning an MLS cup, I guess with this team, I don't know if he, he, uh, you know, some people have been asking me, is he a legend? Is he a DC legend? Uh, I'm going to have to answer. No. Yeah, exactly. He, you know, and the fact that he didn't bring any yet so far, at least he has not brought any silverware to the club. So I think it's going to be one of those kind of weird things that's uh, weird, but good things that sort of happen to sort of see him on the field. Um, I think in a year's time, it's almost going to feel like it was almost like a dream or something. Um, when we see the, the players out there, unless of course they sign Mesut Ozil, which would be even weirder. Um, that was sort of the other thing that came from that came from the week for sure.
1: Did you see the news on that today? I did see the news on that today. Um, so the news, the news on that is, if you follow those rumors yesterday, Mesut Ozil and Mario Balotelli were the two big names that were talked about as potential January Rooney replacements, so to speak. Uh, apparently, Mesut Ozil currently his main uh, point of focus with these United is putting his coffee restaurant into this into Audi Field. Audi Field has started to fill out the retail element of the outside of their building. And apparently, they—I didn't go around to that side, but Audie, there's a there's a coffee restaurant coming soon, that's uh, owned by Mezidutzel. So he his people are coming to talk about that, and also on the side potentially talk about his oh. uh, career next month. But we got a phone call. I know, oh, right off the bat. Right off the bat.
0: Hello, this is uh, RFQ Refugees. How can we help you today?
2: Hey, it's uh, JC calling in for the podcast.
0: Hey, JC, what's going on, man? You got an 804 number, so I know you're from Richmond. So how you doing, man?
2: hey I'm doing pretty good Ted uh, you might know me as the best man from your wedding <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stacking the deck here
0: yeah it's I can't, sorry JC I can't I can't see the I can't see everything on the thing but how what you got what's on your mind man go right ahead
2: oh no, man hey just wanted to let you guys know you, do, you guys are doing a great job uh, it's actually pretty cool to see uh, you guys build the podcast and uh, uh, I listen to it uh, every episode so it's a uh, really great job guys keep it up
0: Great, thanks. Is that all you wanted to say, or did you have any thoughts? What do you, What do you just let him compliment yeah. us, Ted? Just let let him, him be nice on, to us. <laughs> we got We got to get some good radio in here. What What do you What What's on your mind, man? With the what do you think about the Wayne Rooney leaving?
2: Um, I think it's a good thing. Um, uh, it elevated the club. Um, he put in the work. Uh, he's leaving at the end of the season, um, so it's not like he's leaving uh, kind of at the most important point. Uh, which last year uh, he came in during the most important point and actually pushed us towards the playoffs. So the fact that he's actually finishing it up and he's doing what's best for his family and uh, he still has a, like, go-get-it attitude, um, I think it's fantastic. Uh, It's definitely better than the way Acosta has been handling his situation um, when his transfer broke down. So... um, Considering all the aspects, I think this is the best way to handle it. You know,
0: I, I would agree, and and we'll, we'll get into a little more of the details, I guess, about you know whether DC should have maybe gone for you know pushed a little harder for a transfer fee um, and everything like that. Uh, I think definitely will, will, is worth discussing. Um, do you think that you think they've done enough with the moves to uh, to make the playoffs or to even challenge for an MLS Cup?
2: Uh, Well, definitely not challenged to an MLS Cup. If you would have asked me like a few months ago, um, I would have been like, yeah, like the, the team was showing a like grittiness. Like it's a typical Olsen team. Like we get ties where we shouldn't be tying. And somehow we squeezed wins from games that we weren't supposed to be winning. And that literally brought us to like, you know, first, second in the East throughout most of the season. And now that, you know, all the factors of injuries, which last year hit us in the beginning of the season, and now that we're looking at the end, um, it kind of, it's kind of hitting us at this point, um, kind of hard. I mean, we got players dropping like flies, uh, and it doesn't help that Olsen does not like rotating his players. Um, uh, that hurts. I mean, we got Ameriquois who can at least put in a good shift, even though he might not score a whole lot but yet Rooney is still playing every single game that he possibly could. Um and he he refuses to sub uh Rooney out even for 10 minutes. Uh that is really kind of worrying. Um yeah. so hopefully the new players are what Olsen needs. Um but it's kind of hard to kind of gauge his uh what he's planning on. Uh, and it's a, a little bit on the scary side, because it's kind of like what you said on the previous podcast. Like we kind of expect the replacements to come in, where we're still going to play three in the back. <laughs>
3: like, yeah,
2: like that would be typical Olson uh, uh, situation.
0: Well, uh, we'll we'll see what happens certainly next uh, Saturday. Uh, thanks so much for joining, man. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and let you go and, and move on. But thanks for joining.
2: No, thank you, guys. Yeah, I'll a- be listening in. Absolutely, thank
0: you too. Bye. Bye bye. Yay! So this has already gone infinitely better because we actually got a Ooh, caller. Seven zero three eight seven zero three. Yes, yes. Seven zero three eight seven nine four eight four four. Call in if you have any questions at all. We will stop the show. Uh, we will stop the show to uh to bring you in uh for sure. We're also gonna have some guests on the show. Uh we're gonna have Charlie Bohm on uh here in about probably about twenty minutes or so. Um and then also joining us is um Eric from the Corner of the Galaxy podcast to talk a little galaxy and to talk um Emmanuel Boateng, who the team just also signed. Uh John, what what else uh what else should we move on to next?
1: We got some questions here in the chat, yep. as ever. Uh Jesse Leifert says he wants to know what the chances we lose TT and Hamid next year. That would hurt mentally more than Wayne leaving, at least for him personally. I think you and I, uh, we talked about this in the last podcast and are somewhat, uh, maybe not in complete agreement. I, for for whatever reason, I forgot that TT is designated as a DP right now. Yeah. (laughs) Which is interesting at a, at a, at a pretty low salary. So it's one of those things where it was just a, either they ran out of Tam, they couldn't buy it down or whatever. And they had a slot open so they could move him there. Um, I do not think he has, unless you can bring him back at a at a not DP rate, which you, I don't know if you'll be able to do, or if you'll have enough TAM to buy him down. He has not shown to me to be consistently good enough. He's been he's had absolute spurts throughout the season where he's where he's contributed positively and he's brought the the thing that the team doesn't have a lot of, which is creativity. Um, but overall, I think if we're looking at uh, if we're looking at making big changes next year, which we might have to, then I think maybe uh, I would want to I would want to keep that DP spot open for a player that's get, maybe makes a more consistent impact, uh, and maybe uh, at least that's for him. With Hamid, I think that it's really up to him. Yeah, uh, I think I don't know what I don't know what Mitchelland's situation is at this current time of, with the current starting goalkeeper. He won't want to go over there to sit again. I think that's I think that's for sure. It's a matter of what his agent thinks, what he thinks. Um, he'll, he I think he has one year left on his deal over there. He want he would want to be paid more money. He's yeah. on not a lot of money right now, so that's something they've got to figure out just from a resource allocation perspective. I hope we keep him. We've seen we've seen exact evidence of what happens when Bill Hamid is not on DC United. What what the goalkeeping situation looks like and it is not pretty. What do you think, Ted? Here's so here's
0: kind of you know I have a rank of sort of these three players and and. I the the effort that I think uh, that I think Casper should put in number one is obviously resign get Bill Hamid back from loan um, that fills such a need he has kept this team afloat um, throughout this stretch many a times uh, number two is obviously Leonardo Hara the lot I think is going to come to that I think they will resign Hara if he wants to be here if he wants to go back to Boca then there's probably not a whole lot um, DC DC can do to convince him to stay. Um, so that would be probably number two if he wants to stay. Uh, yeah, T.T.'s coming in at number three. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say this is going to be an absolutely critical nine games for T.T. Rodriguez. Um, I'm hopeful, I am hopeful. I feel like we, we get close to seeing what D.C. saw on him when they signed him. I'm hopeful that – I'm really hopeful that D.C., that Ben Olsen kind of wakes up and plays a four-man uh, back line. I'm not sure it happens against the Galaxy which is pretty terrifying to think about. Um, but I, I could. I have a feeling once everybody gets healthy, once we get everybody back, at some point you have to go with the four-man back line, the way this team was designed to play. Um, and I, I somehow feel that the team made one of the moves that they did to maybe realize we need to go back to that. So that that's my hope at least is, is what's going to happen. Um, I know we had a question. Uh, I think it came from Colin about Olsen just doesn't want to make subs. I think we've kind of talked about that. It's the fact that he doesn't have he hasn't had players other than maybe Segura and and Mora when he's been on the bench that he really wanted to sub. Um, and I think that's sort of been the problem with this team has just been the lack of depth and everything. So I'm hopeful that'll that'll kind of change things. Um, do we want to get into the should we should we get into the signing?
1: Should we talk about the the players that DC has signed? I will. There's one more funny question from Jesse that I want to bring up. Not really a question, more of a comment. Uh, also, Audi Field charging nine dollars for commemorative soda cup from the home opener, which is last year, is absurd. And me buying it for my nine year old is even more absurd. And Colin Moore said, I went to that game thinking it was something special, and then to see that they're still selling it in the second season, I own like six of them. <laughs> and each time, and each time I go, I try to like sneak a cup in my shirt so that I can just like, get refills, and they catch me. They've caught me twice, so I've stopped trying. But Uh, yes if you go to like a a nationals game they have like six cups that they cycle in and out and you can collect them all this is just like home opener 2018 we bought way too many of these cups (laughs) we (laughs) bought way too many cups
0: yeah um and uh let's uh let's get into the signings let's start i want to go ahead let's start with Let's start with the uh, the bad. Let's say the the signing that caused every fan, including yours truly and John, to sort of have kind of a, a visceral reaction to, uh, which is of course the signing of uh, F- Felipe Martins uh, over from mm-hmm. Vancouver. They traded an international roster spot next year, and I think seventy five K in Tam. I want to say seventy five K in Tam. I'm pretty sure one of the allocation.
1: I also think Felipe Martins was one of the uh, questions we received from Gregory about like turning someone into chocolate or something, and I think that he was he was my answer person that I hated the most. Yes. So it's very cool yeah. that he's here now.
0: Yeah, it's it was one of those moves that happened, and I think there was all there was very much a negative reaction. Uh, there's uh, there, I think a lot of fans were just upset. You know, this is a guy that we've hated. This is a guy who injured a spindle, that's been making the rounds and everything like that. Um, I think it'd be pretty naive not to know that. Uh, not to know that there are people out there that do not like him as a player and there are DC fans that do not like him. Um however, uh he's here. And uh he he there's been a lot of talk, I think also that this is very much a emergency pick. This is a possibly a panic pick. Um, but I think it's one that honestly uh, I think DC had to make. Uh, they had to sign somebody in that role because you're dealing with three of your, you know, essentially s- three of your top your top on your depth chart, uh, two gone to injury, one gone to suspension. You have LA coming up. You just lost five to one. You need to do something to turn this around. Um, so you make a signing like this. And it, it's not, it, if if Felipe Martins is here next year, if Felipe Martins is playing a regular role in this team, even, even after canals gets healthy, Moreno's back from suspension, Durkin gets healthy again. Uh, then yeah, we, we, we probably have had serious problems and maybe possibly we're like seventh or eighth in the playoff race. Uh, but as a three, four game stop until things change, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm against that necessarily. Um, even if it is Felipe Martins, um, John, give me your have you come around a little bit? Because you were the first one to respond with, oh dear God, no.
1: Yeah, I mean uh yeah. I think I think that he is he's something that we need. I think the team is a little bit too nice in a lot of places. Um he is not he would not be my first choice. He also thinks he's gonna start like perpetually. His com the conversations he's had with team Oh, oh we, we- damn we are we are lighting up the calls today.
0: Welcome to RFK Refugees. This is Ted and John. How can we help you today?
3: Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Don.
0: Hey, Don. All right, Don. You, you came on. You, you're ready to, uh, to, to light up the Felipe Martins comment. I know you wanted to call in about that. So I'm going to let yeah. you take it away. Take it away, my friend.
4: Ah!
3: Okay. <laughs> Felipe, why? No, please, no, stop.
0: So Send him back. Okay, so let me ask you this. Do you think D.C. needed to make a trade for defensive midfielder depth?
3: Is, yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, It's a short-term panic move. Um, I think, um, I don't, just not him, not him. What's Boateng's game like? I don't know much about Boateng, really.
0: So, so Boateng's more of a winger. So he's not really gonna he's not gonna
1: solve I mean, your problem. Okay, there.
3: that's not that's not his <laughs> game then. I.
1: You know who would solve your problem though, Don? What? Jared Jeffrey. Stop. Jared Jeffrey <laughs> is waiting by the phone. He has been for at least twelve months. Clyde well, Sims, maybe? Get him I don't to know. Call in.
3: Let's get him the call. I agree. In.
1: I agree. He might be able to call in. What am I doing? I should have just found him on Facebook and messaged him directly and said, Hey buddy. Yeah,
3: absolutely. That I mean and he's the per I would rather Jared Jeffrey than Felipe. Uh there, I gonna, said it.
0: I, I would a disagree quote. with you hundred percent. That's a poll quote I'm I, I'm, put that I'm on the no, no,
1: website. No. You know,
3: we, we I I'm I'm with John on this. I what what can you do? Um, exactly as as long as i mean the only way but really the only way that they would do it is if maybe he had nudes of ben olsen
0: yeah so the only i'm against the i I like the move that they made because i think they needed to do it because it allows it's going to allow other players to play a natural position and give us some semblance of a chance to make it i I don't like the fact that they're signing felipe martins the the fact that it has to be felipe I, i will say that they did have some other moves they needed to make. It was relatively cheap to get him. Um, and I think that is kind of what played into it. And it just it if if there would have been another defensive midfielder that Casper thought could do the job, um, we would have him at the team right now. And and, and available at that cheaply. Because that's really what it is. You're not going to spend three hundred, two hundred fifty thousand dollars on a guy who you're not sure whether you're gonna play in four games. So um,
3: uh, I mean so the question comes is that what do we do against the Galaxy because he's literally the only non non-injured non-suspended defensive midfielder do we go back to the 4141 or what do we do
0: I he, he's going to I hope I hope that's what Benelson does I'm expecting I'm expecting him to still trot out the three back line based on some comments he made. He might have a, it might be a revel- oh, Hopefully, it's a, no. hopefully it's a revelation. I agree with you. We're going to talk about Ben later. Trust me, but, but good, uh, good. good. Oh, <laughs>
3: you guys keep up the good work. All right, I, I promised I would call in and scream unintelligibly about Felipe. I kind of <laughs> fulfilled my promise. So you guys keep up the great work. All right.
0: Great. Thanks, Don. Thank you. Take care, guys. Take care. Uh, we had someone else calling, by the way, um, while while Don was on the phone. So I encouraged them to call back. I saw the call waiting come up. So we'd
1: Skype call waiting. Oh, yep. Uh, it, never mind. So no, yeah, I eight, was just gonna say 845, eight eight, Call back in, please. Feel free to call back in. <laughs> to, to finish up my thought, the thing about the thing about Felipe Martins is that he gives us something. He fills a niche that we don't necessarily have. A guy that's going to kick somebody, clearly, as evidenced. That's the thing he does. Um, and a guy that is uh
0: Oh and here we go. Call back I'm in. Never get to talk bit, yeah, we're never gonna talk. Hello, this is uh, RFQ refugees, how can we help you?
3: Hi,
1: hey,
4: this is hey, Hi, Ben. Hi Ben. Is <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh
0: all right, well, Ben, we great you called the show. Um it's a little hard to understand you. We're gonna let you go, okay? All right. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Uh, prank calls are accepted too. Honestly, this is better response than we've ever, than we've ever gotten on this show. So, <laughs> well,
1: they're, they're not encouraged, but I guess they're, I guess they're tolerated. Prank <laughs> calls are tolerated. We'll say that.
0: Uh, you get, you get your 15 seconds and then, and then we'll cut you off. How about that? So you, you get your 15 seconds. Um, but that's what we're talking about. Uh, so, you know, they, I, I, I agree with you very much. Um, I, I liked also the Emmanuel Boateng move. I think that was a very solid pickup. Um, I think it's going to get Ben Olson, you know, like I said, a depth position. Um, and I think it's going to push T.T. Rodriguez a little bit. Um, and, and that's kind of, I think, maybe what's been missing from really a, a whole bunch of players on the lineup is just a lack of a lack of some guy out there who's putting in the work and training, who's, you know, challenging you for that position. And, you know, I think T.T. Rodriguez has to look at that Emmanuel Boateng move and say, uh, you know, uh, I'm maybe I need to uh, to step it up a little bit and because I'm gonna suddenly under pressure now. Like I wasn't when um, uh, when Zoltan Steeper was here. So solid pickup. Uh, John, do you have the same uh, opinions on that?
1: Yeah, I think he is taking the spot of Zoltan in that perspective of an actual depth uh, and challenging spot on the wing and a real option off the bench to change the game up. So now you've got him and Griffin Yao uh, on, on, on the bench as offensive difference makers or at least potential changers of game. Instead of having to shoehorn Segura into an offensive winger spot, now they're actually going to be able to use a natural player there. He has some apparently some challenge, and we'll get into this probably on our call. <laughs> 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 they always call when I'm talking. Hello, this is
0: uh, RFQ Refugees. How can I help you?
4: Uh, hey, is this John or Ted? Which one are you?
0: This is Ted.
4: Oh, hi, Ted. This is your favorite Patreon, Gregory Kotsch. How are you?
0: Good, Gregory. How you doing, man? What's on your mind?
4: The, here's what I don't get. People are, all year long, people have been like, sign someone, sign someone, sign someone, sign someone, and you finally sign some people, and people are like, oh, no, not that guy, not that guy. I mean, take who you can get. Would you rather have Felipe or nobody? Because we only have so many options. I mean...
1: It's true. I think, I think if, if it was addition and not addition and subtraction, I think it would be a little bit easier to, to tolerate for some folks. But you're right. I, we, we said we needed depth. We said we don't want to carry empty roster spots. Uh, of, the, of the additions, really only Felipe is the one that has the baggage of, of his, his past engagement. And I bet you, honestly, Felipe has one or two good games for DC and all but the most hardcore online DC United fans will get over it. Or maybe they won't, but they they'll have to, <laughs> because he's all we got for now, and uh, he's better than he's better than playing a guy out of position.
4: Yes, it seems some people will never be happy. Right, what the club does? I mean, we can only do so much.
1: That's we
0: can't true.
4: Just it, kidnap someone and force them to play soccer for
0: us. Yeah, pro. Right. Pro. Pro. Soup says McCann or Felipe. Um, I'm still taking Felipe over over McCann. I'll be honest with you, 100. percent Based on what we yeah, saw from McCann. I,
4: I mean, McCann is the He's worst hang- player I've ever seen played out in field, and I was in one of the loudest
0: games. So there's that. <laughs> well, there you go. Thank you so much Good for calling. Thanks, thanks for calling in, Gregory. Uh, we got uh, we got a uh, Charlie Bohm coming up here soon, so we're gonna go ahead and let you go. But thanks for calling.
1: Thanks, Gregory. Bye. Woo. Yeah. I mean, so- go ahead. No, I was just gonna say he is right. I mean, there you can't make anybody, you can't make everybody happy. That's that's evidenced by both the existence of our podcast and Reddit and big soccer. Hilariously, uh, Steve Goff quoted Big Soccer in his <laughs> article. I'm like, Steve, what year do you think it is, man? Who's still
0: on <laughs> Big Soccer? What's going I on? I saw that too.
1: I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, you got was, Twitter so comments reading.
0: like all over. You can, yeah. you got plenty of material and you go to big soccer. I don't know. He's an old school uh paper guy, I guess. So that, that, that probably he, he
1: is. <laughs> he prints out the pages of all big soccer and reads them while he's drinking his coffee on the weekend.
0: <laughs> Possibly. Um, but, uh, you
1: want some more, you want some more, uh, questions from the, from the chat? Sure. Yeah. Uh,
0: if any, I was going to say we could talk, uh, the big, the big, I guess we already kind of talked about him, but the, uh, of course, the big signing of the of the season was Ola Kamara coming in um, two point five million dollars, the second highest paid transfer um, that the team has ever paid uh, for a player. So um, I think that's sort of to me, that should dispel notions that this team is is kind of running the cheap. They aren't going to spend the money to make the team better. Um, and that that's something that I kind of rub the wrong ways. Everybody just kind of, especially on, on social media and everything like that, just thinks this team is just like it was in 2014 and, and it's not the case. So, but you can go to the next question.
1: Sure. Uh, Jesse again, earlier said, what's up with Hara mouthing off at Hamid on Sunday too? frustration all around. I think that's interesting to point out. I noticed it at the time. I personally was hoping for potentially seven goals against DC United. Cause it looked like they were just about to fight each other. It was like very, very close. So, yeah, they were having problems. Hara was lo- loafing on the last two goals, trailing behind. Granted, they're a man down. They've been chasing the game. He was tired as hell. It wasn't wonderful temperature outside. But still, the rest of the players were trying, and he had just sort of opted out of trying, and Bill was had it. Uh, and then today in uh, an article, Ben is saying that it's good that they're mad at each other, that practice has been miserable the locker room has been miserable. The, the the fans or the players are upset at each other. He was casting that as a potential good thing. He was saying that that sort of that sort of friction can be good out on the field. He's been in those locker rooms now for his whole life, so I, I guess I have to take his word for it. To me, that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Personally, I think that you'd want to have that cohesion and wanting to fight for each other and not necessarily wanting to punch each other in the neck, which is sort of where they're at after the last couple of weeks and as as evidence in the game against Philly.
0: Yeah yeah i mean i think i think it's just it's frustration all around it's 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 team not winning it's uh it's a whole bunch of things that is just going on wrong with this team and you know something that we hope that having more players out there and having you know talent pushing each other um i think is going to be is going to be important um and hopefully the team can uh can adjust and can you know get back to winning ways so to speak so uh, I think we're gonna try to get Charlie Bohm on the show. Um let's just give him a call. This is this is all uh Did he say to call him? Uh he did not say to call him, so maybe we should wait. <laughs> let's <laughs> not do that. Okay, let's not do that. <laughs> we might be waiting. we might we might have missed the boat on that on when on when he'd be available. So um uh we'll, so talk, any-
1: about, we'll talk about uh, Kamara then. Let's talk about Kamara?
0: Yeah. I mean I I again I've been really high on the Ola Kamara transfer. Um I think he's gonna bring a lot to this team. I think he's gonna be uh I think he's going to be really important um, in in sort of getting this team back to just goal scoring opportunities. Having somebody who's going to whose number one job is going to be to score goals. Um, Wayne Rooney can score goals, but he also plays a lot of attacking style soccer and he'll drop back. Olo is not going to do that. He's going to get in front of goal and he's going to and he's going to score goals. So, um, uh, very. I, I think he's going to be a really really good addition for this team.
1: I hope so. (laughs) <laughs> I hope that that is the case. And we didn't talk about it, too. So let's talk about when everybody's healthy type of type of field here, what we're, what we're going to do. Do you see Kamara lined up beside Rooney as two forwards? Do you see Rooney playing as a withdrawn forward behind Kamara? Do you see Acosta hitting the bench because of the need to shoehorn everybody else in? And then last of all, uh, on The Athletic today, they talked about having to put Ariola back to wingback. Which implies that they're sticking with the three man uh, to, to accommodate every player. That is the worst of the ideas, in my opinion. Yeah. I think the fans have turned against this. I think what I think I will speak for all the fans. We were we there were there needed to be a change when the team could not score anymore. They made the change. They had two or two or three games in which it did well. They've had four or five games in which it's done horrible. Let's go back. We've got new players, we've got new offensive weapons, let's go back to what worked originally. See how it goes. Revisit after that point, and not and not put Ariola out of position again. Keep him near the goal where he's dangerous. What yeah. do you think? I, I would I would a hundred percent, um, hundred
0: percent agree. I think he needs to be, uh, he, he needs to be at the wing back wing position, going where he can score goals. Now they could be thinking that they sign Emmanuel Boateng, they'll throw him out there, and then they can kind of move Ariola back in at least as a as a temporary standby. Um, uh, ah, you know, it's, it Olsen seems to be like, he doesn't see the same frustrations that everybody else is seeing. And that is one of been one of the indictments sort of as him as a coach, uh, is, is there are people that question whether he has the tactical sense or to, to ability to see it, or is he just seeing that a team's not working hard enough? Um, I will say these nine games, I think are going to decide Olsen's future. Um, I think we've talked about that a lot. Um, so far I am, I am in the Olsen gets the end of the year. And then right now it's Olsen out, um, after the end of the year. Um, I don't think you really gain anything from firing him now, but unless this team has a miraculous turnaround, they, you know, enter the playoffs flying and they literally probably for me, it would have to be an MLS cup final or an MLS cup for me to even consider keeping him around for, for much longer. Um, so I, I, think this is if Olson really thinks this three-man backline can work, uh, even though it's shown nothing. Then uh, he's gonna he's gonna live and die by that. And maybe I don't know. Maybe he wants that. Who knows? Who knows?
1: Yeah. So that's for Riggs and for I, I, I assume you are also one of the people on Twitter who likes to talk about Olson out a lot. Um, we agree provisionally with an asterisk. Uh, that's that's where that's what the official RFK Refugees position is. Olson out eventually probably pretty soon provided we don't win the mls cup (laughs) that's sort of what we we don't we don't want to see chad ashton come in here and coach the the last nine games of wayne rooney we don't want whoever would be available this close to a regular season uh, across the world and an mls to to take over a team institute a new offense a defense get to know everybody and then try to still get us in the playoffs so thank you yeah wait it's been until the end of the year
0: and we now have charlie boom so we're going to go ahead and bring him in uh momentarily and like i said guys this this is uh we would love to have a third person here that could be able to uh to help us with calls uh because <laughs> well, this, Rf- Rf- this is this is how we have to do it it's, it's all we have to do it so charlie hello. charlie how you doing man uh you're you're coming in hot by the way so you're you are live on uh youtube right now how are you doing hello
5: Uh Oh, hold on a sec, guys. Can you hear me now? (laughs) Yeah, we
0: can hear you.
1: Yep, we're good. Can you hear me? Can you hear us? Hello. This is live live TV, folks. Sometimes, (laughs) sometimes things happen.
0: Yep. Hello. Okay. All right. We'll 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 try back in we'll try back in a little bit. (laughs) Um. Yeah. So I don't know what happened there. Charlie couldn't hear us, but (laughs) anyway. Um. Uh, John, you got any Twitter, any, uh,
1: YouTube questions? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Johnny delusional says we're going to roll with a seven one formation. If we manage to score early on Sunday, that is if, if of course we do that. And then someone said, uh, this is a bad name said, and as my grandmother said, if I had wheels, I'd be a bus. <laughs> so they're, uh, they're, they're assuming that if we get an early lead, we're going to have to just, we're just going to have to really hold on tight. And try to keep Zlatan out of the goal. Uh, do our best to do that, and probably not gonna succeed. Uh, also, uh, the secondary market on these tickets is insane. Uh, season ticket holders may may choose this time to cash in a little bit on their investment. <laughs> they're uh, they're <laughs> going for a lot of money. I'm not going to. I, a real fan, uh, who never ever tries to sell his tickets, will be there for sure. Um, so we have some. I'll keep going until we uh, get Charlie back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a bad name. It says Charlie Bone instead of Bohm is the most awesome name ever, and it is. I think if he has a dog, <laughs> he should call him Charlie Bone. Um, so f- uh, Fosner, oh man, I'm gonna, I'm turning into you. Fosner, Lienel. I don't. If it's German, I don't. T- I don't feel like I have to pronounce it perfectly, even though I was born there. So I think four one four one with Mora, Briant, Burnbaum, Hara, whatever. mid is healthy, and then TT Acosta, Rooney, and Ariola with Kamara up top. I like that. That is that is a lineup that I can get behind. Uh, I'll repeat it for you, Ted, because I think you are fooling around. Mora, Briant, Burnbaum, Hara, whoever, whatever D mid is available. So getting rid of the two D mids. TT Acosta, Rooney, Ariola with Kamara up top. You like that? Does that work for you? Yeah, that works that's, for that's me. That's a goal. That is a goal scoring. <laughs> that is a goal scoring lineup. If if we have one. So I do. I, do I think that that will be the lineup he rolls out on uh, Sunday? No. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know that a Kamara is not going to is not starting ready at this point. Uh, he's not even in full training yet, so he will be off the bench if he if we have his certificate. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Keep those questions coming. I got a lot of comments. Uh, less questions, which is fine. Go uh, ahead, read the comments. We're
0: going to try having no, Charlie saying. call
1: in by the way. This is this is live tech support we got going on here. That's right. We are we are both broadcasting and providing tech support, tier 1 tech support all at the same time. Um this is a bad name says, wasn't there a Simpsons episode where a character kidnaps the Denver Broncos and forces them to play baseball? Which non-soccer team should we kidnap and force to play soccer for us? That's a that's an interesting question. I feel like a very tall team. All but right. We're gonna
0: try let's, again, this you hope this is Charlie. Hey Charlie, can you hear us now? Hello. Hey, Charlie. All right. Success. Can you hear us?
5: I can hear you guys great. How's the show going?
0: Good, going well. Except for a few technical glitches. Until I
5: blew it up with with my uh, technical issues.
0: Uh, you're fine. You're fine, Charlie. We we appreciate you having you having you on. Um, uh, I wonder if you could just start, man. Get, give us a sense. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, first of all on Wayne Rooney uh, departing at the end of the year?
5: You know. Like they say, if mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. So, <laughs> I, I think that's pretty much what's going on here. I, I, I you know, it's, it's always hard to tell with guys like him, uh, big stars right, who, who just kind of have a different aura about them and, and interact with with the media and else in a different way than a typical uh, MLS player. But I think he really um, wants to stay, wants to do this. Um, you know, I think by now it's well known that his, his incentive laden contract certainly certainly encourages him to uh, uh, to put in the work, you know, and and help the team and everything. So I, I really think this is a, a lifestyle choice, and and he probably you know looking at the coaching aspect of it with Philippe Cocu and, and getting his badges and starting his coaching career um, as sort of a uh, a consolation for uh, for missing out on you know the the last year or two of that contract, that big contract. So um, kind of a kind of a rough, for everybody, when you're Wayne Rooney, you know, you're, you're a big name and you can land on your feet perhaps a bit more easily. I think for D.C., there's uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of questions, uh, maybe even some soul tr- searching ahead.
1: Yeah, I was, I was interested if he was going to sell this move as a family move, which we all know that it is, or we all really are pretty sure that it is, or a football challenge and a real opportunity. And he decided to go 80-20, this is a football move, versus I, I have to move for my family. And I was saying on Twitter, I don't think any of us blame him for that. That uh, not wanting to do that, but it was it was pretty obvious that that was that was not the uh, full context. So I want. Well, I he, doesn't, know you he also doesn't Go want ahead. to uh,
5: throw it.
0: Like I said, folks, we were trying something new. Uh, unfortunately, technical difficulties uh, cost us the ability to hear the whole interview. With uh, Charlie Bowe, but we want to thank him for coming on. Um, he's been nothing but an absolute awesome guest for us. So uh, feel free to listen. You'll listen to the ref's interview coming right up.
5: Well, it's some new blood gets a jolt to things and um, and turns things around and maybe puts everything in a better light as you head into the off season, so uh, I think I think they're still figuring that out. I mean, you know, the, the Kamara move is interesting because um, uh, they they are quick to to. to Present the number, but let's remember thats uh, right. So basically, they're—they're they're not really shelling out uh, from their own pockets the, the, the ownership the way that uh, the way that they were with Rooney. So we'll see. Now, you know, the uh, uh, sort of a inside baseball to this, that I'm paying a, a little bit more attention to maybe than most fans is uh, is Steve Kaplan's role. So he's—he—he uh, he was named uh, in the release or his, uh, the statement was attached to both him and uh and levian in terms of their you know the, the reaction to the rooney departure and i think that's only the second or third press release where kaplan's been named and i'm kind of intrigued i've been waiting to see if he's going to step into the st- st- the spotlight a little bit and maybe be a little bit more um, uh overt in his role um because i'm told that he really is perhaps more involved than than, it, than we can tell from the outside uh um, you know most readers pro- or most listeners probably know that uh this is the guy who um, is basically the money behind the current ownership group and, and is, um, I believe, the primary uh, owner and, and funding source behind Swansea City. And uh, he gets good reviews in terms of people who've dealt with him on league issues. Um, and I think he, he has that, uh, I don't know, what are we on, MLS 3.0 uh, ownership mindset. I yeah. <laughs> he, he wants to spend, he wants to invest and, and compete at a high level. At least that's everything I've been told. So, um, so keep an eye on that this really a lot of this really comes down to money right if they uh, and and there's i think we know that a lot of dc united fans are watching closely to see um what the character is shown is is this going to be uh, sort of on a budget or are they going to splash out a bit take that money that would have gone to rooney and and um and spread it around maybe get a big name player uh, this market certainly you can you know you can compete and um and, and draw some fans without a, a big name, but but it's really been a shortcut. I think a little bit of a cheat code for the club <laughs> in terms of the, the load that he's borne. So so we'll see how they uh, approach this.
1: I, I want to Kaplan gets good reviews as long as it's not on Twitter from Swansea fans. As long as you don't ask Twitter <laughs> people, he gets good reviews. Go ahead, Ted. Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to ask um,
0: real quick. Uh, I, obviously, from a marketing perspective. Ola Kamara is not Wayne Rooney. Um, but how, how do you think from a field perspective, on the field perspective, how is he going to compare?
5: Um, th- you know, this is a true striker, and I think he's effective striker in MLS. Uh, assuming that he hasn't fallen off a cliff um, during his brief sojourn in China, um, he's a very instinctive striker scored a lot of goals for the crew, scored a pretty decent clip even while sharing the field with Zlatan uh, last year with L.A. So um, I I think it's a good pickup, probably a little bit of a um, uh, a discount considering his, you know, might have a situation in China. Um, So I think it's, I I like the move. I think he's going to be an outright Number nine, he'll lead the line. Uh, the question then is service, right? And it hasn't really been uh, at their best. They, they haven't struggled with that. They You know, they have guys like Ariola that can deliver balls to him. We'll see. I, I expect that um, we'll see Rooney drifting deep a little bit more often, maybe playing more of a 10 role, um, depending on how he can coexist with Acosta in these few months. Uh, but I think it gives a lot more tactical options in the near term, and and then it's a, it's a good move going forward, because I think this is a guy you can build your attack around. He's a reference point uh, as the number nine.
1: So I got, I've got two last questions for you. One on Sunday, how many defenders? How many? Uh, how many natural defenders will be playing on the field at once? Will we see three or will we see four? Uh, and also, I want to go through the lone the loan players that have their their options come up at the end of the year, and get your thoughts on each one. If you think they're going to stay or go, if you had to, if you had to handicap it now.
5: Uh, okay, so is this like a, this is like a
1: uh, speed round, right? So, yeah, it's a very it's a speed round. Yep. <laughs> so for, all right, for I'm first, ready. Yeah, so uh Leo Hara.
5: Um I think that I think the reason that fans, um, you know, I think there's been some frustration with this three-back system, um, three-center-back system that Ben Olsen has been um, very enamored with lately. I think Hara is a big reason why he wants to do that. He really likes the guy both on the ball and defensively. He wants to maximize his touches. So um, I think he's on the pitch. Um, just, I'm really not sure whether he's going to stick with this uh, 3 4 three, five, three, two type look or or if Hara will be more of a traditional fullback in a uh, – uh, in a four,
1: three, four, two, three,
5: one. Okay. Uh, TT. Interesting, right? He's gone missing a bit. Um, I think he's the key here because, um, it's very similar to Acosta. Right, There was some times in the last few years when it's been unclear what Lucho, uh, how, how much of a foundational piece Lucho Acosta is. Um, I, I think TT can be that guy. Uh, and now the question is, do they try and demand that from him or coax that out of him this year uh, or let him sit on the shelf and, and adapt a bit? Uh, I, I, I would have him on the field personally. That's, that, that's me at, uh, out in that wide left role. Uh, but time will tell. And again, he doesn't seem to be a natural fit for that for that three back system.
1: He definitely does not. <laughs> he tries. He certainly tries, but it, it is not it has not suited him as of so far, I, I feel like. Uh, and then just sort of in general, do you think Bill Hamid is on the team next year or do you think that he's recalled or do you think that he even wants to go back? Is it about money? What's, what's, what keeps him here and what brings him back to, to Denmark?
5: Yeah, I think he'd like to, to be here, um, but it's going to depend on what might possibly be a very dynamic environment in, in, at his club in Denmark. I, I, um, I think Ben uh, uh, Bill found himself in a, in a tough spot uh, it's still not clear. Um, I think Steve Goff is kind of thinks that that he was just a, an investment, um, and I don't know. I don't know if they if they want to invest in him, sort of a role on the or and flip, flip minimum return. Uh, and and I I do think that that's the type of player that that Casper and the ownership group will be ready to shell out on. The question is just whether they they feel like they're getting ripped off or not.
0: All right, uh Charlie, thank you so much for joining us uh and for sticking through our technical issues. Uh we'll let you get back to the uh to the rest of the soccer tonight.
1: Thank you for, being, for thank are, you, are you on? watching is it Cavalry tonight or is that is that later? I want to see I want Julian Boucher scouting reports from you.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Julian Boucher is uh is on uh, I think he's on the pitch right now. I'm not sure. He's he's playing in that Cavalry Montreal game. I have the Ottawa TFC game on right now, but um uh, uh, but, but, but hit me up guys. I'll see what I can do.
0: All right. All right thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to go ahead and grab another guest, um, onto the show. And, uh, we are going to grab Eric Vieira, uh, who's, uh, going to talk a little bit of LA. So give me one second momentarily, John, while I'm getting his number up, why don't you, do you have any other, uh, Twitter questions, or calls, always, always, and I, always. And I, and always I apologize folks, anyway. for, for, no, uh, it's good. For for what happened uh, with my with my laptop, so I'm gonna
1: go. This and- is what happens when you're producing a live show while creating it, while also trying to tech support yourself. <laughs> um, what is a more fitting punishment for someone who claims to be a DC United fan, but cheers for Zlatan on Sunday? Being thrown into the pit of doom, or turned into the, turned into a marshmallow and eaten as a s'more. This is clearly Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> this is very clearly Gregory. Uh, that is it. But but honestly, that there is going to be a lot of that. So keep keep your head on a swivel, folks. As you're sitting in Audi Field on Sunday, for people in uh, DC United jerseys who are uh, giving Zlatan a standing ovation or, you know, just doing weird stuff, what do we think the more fitting punishment is? Uh, I think the Pit of Doom... I'm going to say Sarlacc Pit instead of Pit of Doom because I feel like the Sarlacc Pit is a more, you know, exact metaphor and you, you never die. You just... Continue to get eaten for all of eternity. You get digested,
0: digested for eternity. I think is what what happens in that. That's, for, that's from Star Wars, right? That's from Star Wars. Yes, that's from Star yes. Wars. Uh, I think they should just be like shut out into space. You know, maybe that that would be the <laughs> that would be the biggest thing. Just get get them out of the stadium. Uh, but uh, all right, we're gonna get Eric on the phone right now. So hold on one second. Again, if you guys, anyone wants to come on the show and be a producer, so we can like do this a little bit more, like you know easier uh we don't have to rely on my laptop a whole time so i think it's funnier for this to be so janky. personally yeah personally diy so he said he was he said he was driving so we'll see how this goes (laughs) hey eric uh, is eric vieira Yes, this is him. Hey, Eric. This is Ted from Archive Refugees. Uh, you're live on the show. Uh, you're uh, with Corner of the Galaxy uh, with John Gessman, Uh and uh, I guess go ahead and we're going to go ahead and just uh, get you right into this. Uh, give us your sense of uh, how LA is doing this season. Well, uh, it's, uh,
6: once again, thanks for having me on, Ted. I Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, again uh l a galaxy this season have been uh there's one thing they've been consistent in doing it's being inconsistent <laughs> they've been just uh you know they're up up one game we are feeling good obviously we have uh, you know zlatan ibrahimovic on our team so whenever he's playing, you have to believe that we have a chance to win but then we walk away uh like we did this past uh weekend uh losing three zero to atlanta the weekend before losing four zero uh up away at portland uh but then the week prior to that uh, they beat our, our, uh, our big rivals in LAFC, you know, who's just running away with everything in the league. So they've shown they've had uh, the talent and the ability uh, to be one of the best teams in the league. But they've also shown that they have the ability to get beat up on pretty badly uh, as well. So uh, it's just one of those up and down years, you know, the Galaxy coming off, uh, you know, missing the playoffs for two seasons in a row. So that's kind of the big goal. Uh, and it looks like they they may be on track to do so, but it's 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 been up and down for the Galaxy this season.
0: I guess uh, so. Uh, you guys are having a player come in, uh, I think maybe to give you guys maybe a little bit of uh, consistency, uh, certainly some attacking talent. Uh, Pavon is uh, is he is he actually signed yet? I haven't been checking like you know Twitter in like the last five, <laughs> five minutes. So
6: yeah, that that's been uh, you know LA Galaxy faithful have been uh, you know waiting. Uh, by Twitter and Instagram, and just waiting for that final confirmation. We did get, we did get confirmation today that the deal is done. So uh, it's been a month-long saga with everything that's been going on uh, to sign the player and and working out deals with Boca Juniors, who wasn't necessarily being uh, the easiest party to work with, and agents and some of the way those things work. But uh, you know, our, our general manager Dennis Tacosa, uh was able to pull all the strings and get everything going. So Pavone will be joining uh, the LA galaxy. He was in training this week. Uh, so it's just a matter of, you know, getting the, the T's crossed and the I's dotted to get everything going. So he will be with the team, but it, it was, uh, took a little bit, uh, to get him here. And, uh, DC United benefited, uh, from it as well by getting, uh, one of our players. Cause we needed that extra Tam, uh, to, in order to get Pavon on the loan,
0: so talk, you brought him up. You brought him up, um, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and segue into this. Maybe stealing uh, John's question, but uh, what? Give us a sense <laughs> of what Emmanuel e- e- Boateng will bring to DC United.
6: So Emmanuel Boateng, you know, as we know him, we call him Ema Boateng, or we did call him Imo Boateng over here. Uh, what he brings is he brings you speed on the wings. Uh, Boateng's uh, top three skills are speed, speed, and speed. Uh, you know that that's what he's going to bring you, and so he's someone who's a hard worker, and leaves it out all, all on the field. And so uh, I say that as a positive, but that also is something that kind of works against him as well. But his strength is also his weakness because he basically runs himself into the ground. So um, if he starts a game. He's basically going to need to be a player who gets subbed off because he's going to be going 100 miles per hour uh, the whole time through. There was almost a, a running joke with Galaxy fans that if FEMA starts, well, we know in that you know 70th minute, maybe even a little bit sooner, he's the first one that's going to get subbed off uh, because you're going to need the other option. Uh, so personally, because of that, I, I view him, and uh, I think a lot of fans view him as a super sub, uh, kind of coming off the bench to bring speed and stretch the defense late in the game. Uh, he was never really able to crack. Uh, that, to be a successful starter. I mean, he did get some starts, but he was usually, uh, you know, we've had injuries over the past few seasons with Roman Alessandrini and Sebastian Leggett. So he did get quite a few starts, but I don't think he was ever really uh, the preferred starter for the LA Galaxy.
1: Uh, I just want to quickly digress back to our point. It's very it's very LA Galaxy that you've got uh, Christian Pavone, a $17 million player on uh, on a TAM contract. At least for this year, yes. that was an excellent, excellent finesse. Very LA Galaxy. That's uh, a, you know, it's like the old days a little bit. So yeah, uh, I was
6: say, bend, bending the rules—that's kind of our thing. We're known for that, I
1: guess. Listen, if if you're not cheating, you're not trying. So I, I always, I, 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 I got to give them respect for always uh, trying to, I don't know, follow the spirit of the law rather than the letter of the law. Um, yeah, so it's part of the game. Yes. So uh, how? Uh, where, <laughs> The Western Conference is not quite as as densely packed as the Eastern Conference. Uh, it would it would appear. The Eastern Conference has got, you know, it's it's very thick. It's very it's, it's uh, like you know three or four games from anybody really being uh, in the, at the top of the playoff hunt. Uh, with with this with this change, with with this having to shoehorn his salary into this uh, into your into your salary cap environment. Uh, how how are you guys feeling as far as your your playoff run? How are you feeling about your positioning as you close in on the last uh, third of the season?
6: Well, with the the inconsistency of the last couple of weeks, not feeling as good now as I was a couple of weeks ago. I there were the Galaxy were hovering around uh, second or third place for most most of the season, and uh, now that second second place spot, there's three teams tied for 38 points. And the galaxy are actually in fifth place with 37 so they're just outside of that first home playoff game so um if you would have told me a couple of weeks ago i would have said there's a there are no brainer for the playoffs they're definitely going to make it and uh you know with the talent they have on the field uh in a one game playoff situation with the format change this season the you know you there's no team that wants to face the la galaxy um, but having home field advantage is important and so i think uh, the, this last run of games is kind of final quarter of the season. Uh, we want to see the Galaxy start to peak and start putting pieces together. Uh, you know, we've seen it happen with Portland last season. They kind of went on a run, and, and that led them to uh, Western Conference Final and making an MLS Cup Final. Uh, so you just need to get hot at the right time. And I think, you know, bringing in a player like Pavón, and, and uh, you know, if they can get uh, at least one home playoff game, then uh, I, I wouldn't bet against this team in the playoffs. It's just which LA Galaxy team are you going to get? Are you going to get the Jekyll or the Hyde?
0: Do you anticipate they will be uh, that Pavon will play on set on uh, Sunday?
6: Um, you know, seeing photos of him training on the training grounds, uh, I I would be surprised if he plays. But it, uh, but if he does play, I would be coming off the bench. I uh, unless you know Schkoloto with his experience, what he knows from him from Boca Juniors, unless he absolutely is certain that he can contribute on the field. I wouldn't expect to see him on Sunday, but, um, but if he did, I mean, it it would be interesting. I wouldn't bank on it though.
0: Well, that's good news for us. Thank you.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, let me ask, let me ask, let me flip it on you. Do do you guys think uh, Boateng or, or Martins will be playing for you guys?
0: Uh, I, depending on what Ben Olsen goes with, whether he goes with his, with this fabled three back line with like winger with five man wingers. If you see three defenders out there, you're probably, uh, you probably could potentially come out with a win, um, based on,
1: based on, based on what we've seen so far. Uh, but, uh, but. Martins will play. You'll see Martins. Yeah. We have no defensive midfielders otherwise, so you will see him. You'll see Boateng is a good bet for, so, uh, our our bench has been pretty bereft of anything resembling excitement okay. or talent for most of the season so the fact that you said he's a super sub actually kind of fits our needs very very well for for at least the rest of this this season so happy to hear that
6: yeah well uh, former former LA Galaxy players have left left to score on the LA Galaxy whenever they play so you got that going for you as well
0: all right uh let's uh let me get a prediction from you what what do you what do you have for this uh for this game coming up
6: Ah, well, the Galaxy generally traveling across country do not fare well. But uh, just given that Zlatan had a little bit of a break, you know, he's coming off of a, serving a one game suspension for yellow card uh, accumulation. And given his age, I think him being rested uh, and ready for uh, a big audience there with, with Rooney on the other side, uh, I, I feel good about our chances. And, you know, given that DC United coming off a big loss and the whole Rooney saga this week. Uh, you know, we hope that the Galaxy can uh, go in there and, and find a team that's a little bit uh, uneasy right now and, uh, and, and walk away at the point. So uh, I'd be happy with a draw. I'd be happy with, if they can go away and, and at least steal a point on the road. I think that's the, the recipe for success in Major League Soccer. Uh, so I'd be happy with a draw because that's something this team doesn't do well. But I, I see the, the Galaxy having the talent to win that game.
0: All right, so you're going with the win. Uh, I'm going to go with a uh, 3-3 draw. I think it's just going to be a wild game out there. The barn burner. The barn burner, exactly.
1: John, what do you have for this game? You're probably going to go with a loss. I'm going to go and predict. I am. 3-2 loss. Uh, Galaxy will win uh, two goals for Zlatan. And is Pontius making the bench for you guys, or is he – what's his status? Yeah.
6: Yeah, he has. He's been coming off injury, so uh, we were told that he was healthy this week. So he sh- he should be on the bench, and I would I would think that he has this uh, this game uh, circled on his calendar uh, to make an appearance. So I, I would I would expect to see Pontius. Three, yeah, three, he's three my third goal. Right,
1: <laughs> he's my third goal for for that for that three two, <laughs> and 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 just like I'm trying to remember who the player from DC uh, the former DC United. Oh, when Deleon scored against us in Toronto. Uh, I think he, he'll celebrate. <laughs> Pontius Pani, yeah. will not restrain himself.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pontius is a class act, though. So he, we'll we'll see how he handles himself. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, Eric. Uh, tell the good people where they can listen to you.
6: Yeah, you can uh, listen to me on Corner of the Galaxy. You can find our, our podcast there uh, on cornerofthegalaxy.com. dot com. You could also follow at Galaxy Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And then you could also follow me personally on Twitter. I'm at GIS hammer. Uh, and you could also follow me on Instagram, which is at galaxy profile. That's galaxy P R O F O U uh, L. I don't know why a DC United fan would want to follow galaxy <laughs> News, but Hey, stranger things have happened. So it doesn't hurt to have the plugs keyed up and ready to go.
0: Well, we're all soccer fans here. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, we'll listen if for the soccer reason. Uh, thanks so much for joining for us, Eric. And uh, we'll hopefully have you sometime maybe in the future when uh, when DC signs Laton? Let's say
6: <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Yeah, thanks for having me on Ted and John, and then uh, maybe we'll talk again ahead of an MLS Cup final.
0: Exactly. There That'll you go. Great. Dream, dream big. Dream big. Thank you.
6: <laughs> <laughs> we could all live in this world of delusion together. All
0: right. Yes. Thanks.
1: Thanks, Eric.
6: All right, guys. Have a good night.
1: You too. Forty-five uh, year old Laton what's uh let's think about that <laughs> I mean he he, so, could, he could do it yeah he could probably he, he could do he it could he could if anybody could so we've got some score predictions from the chat want to make sure we get through these uh aYf 1983 says two two uh Hawkeyes says two one united and Johnny delusional says two two draw but of course I just want those delicious three points but it seems like a distant dream and I think. Cra- crazy things it. have happened in MLS. That's all I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm thinking a draw just because I, maybe I just I'm
0: trying to protect myself. I don't know. At this point. Hey, we got another call. That's fantastic. Uh, uh, hello, welcome to uh, RFQ Refugees. How can we help you?
4: Oh shit! I meant to call Amazon. Sorry.
0: All right. <laughs> What was that? I couldn't hear that. Someone said I meant to call. I'm
1: sorry. And I don't know. I feel like you should keep numbers on a on a blacklist. Yeah. Uh, as these as they come up. Um. There's somebody said another good thing on here. Jonathan M said, "Sorry if I'm sorry I'm late to the show, which you should be because I don't know why you didn't hit the notifications bell on YouTube to tell yes. you we were gonna be on." Uh. Does Ben survive if LA wins big, three to nothing, four to one ish? I think. Uh. I think he probably does. I think for the reasons we talked about before, but just Twitter will be very bad yeah. if, uh, if that, Oh Lord, if I will. We'll potentially have like a week off of the show or something just to stay away from the the toxicity that will be all of us, all of our feelings about this team. Should that happen? And Johnny Delusional says that if he survived the LAFC and Philadelphia thrashing, he would. He sees Ben. He's going to keep his job till the end. I think that's probably
0: true. Yeah, he's, he's. I mean, in my opinion, it doesn't make sense to fire him and hire an interim unless this team is is sitting outside the playoff picture or they're or they are as soon as if they're eliminated from the playoffs before the season's over that's the only way i see him getting fired um i don't see any other way that it happens he's here till the end of the season until you know and then we'll reassess from there and i think it's i personally hope it is unless you wake at the mls cup final we need to find someone else Uh, because the team essentially they've the, the Rooney with Rooney leaving, this team is essentially entering some form of a rebuilding, whether it's a major rebuilding or whether it's you know adding a few more a few pieces, uh, whether it's bringing in Mesdoziil, this team is going to enter a rebuilding process. And I think you know, I, I think this could be a good opportunity for the team to bring in somebody. You know, another thought, this team, you know, when you have Wayne Rooney on your team, you can attract players because it, it's the idea of playing with Wayne Rooney. Mm -hmm. Um, when you don't have Wayne Rooney, then it becomes a little more harder. They're going to, people are going to see what other options they have. Uh, you could offer a player the most money, but he could look and say, well, do I want to go to DC where I'm playing with, you know, no one I recognize, or am I going to go to, you know, I don't know, club Tijuana or something like that, even though they're offering me less money. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's it becomes a it becomes a calculus issue uh for DC with not having Wayne Rooney with not saying hey you know as as a young striker you're going to get to learn under Wayne Rooney you're going to get to you know feed balls to Wayne Rooney so that's really going to be the uh the, the episode of the team is can they be as effective getting players in um even if they're not going to have Wayne Rooney out there
1: oh we got some more score predictions Kevin Spence 2-1 LA Jesse Jesse Leifert says 1-0 but Hamid will score the goal so that's a DC 1 nothing <laughs> win Latino dog says four one or three one to LA Galaxy. Um, that's that's the that's that's the real doom the real doom scenario. Uh, <laughs> and Kevin Kevin Spence notes that uh, Christian Gomez is finally retired. Yeah. So that's a that's a F, F in the chats for Christian Gomez retiring at forty nine years old or however old he is fifty nine AARP re- recipient forty five still playing down there yeah. in Nueva Chicago until until very recently.
0: That's crazy, but Christian Gomez, uh, he he would classify himself. I would classify him as a DC legend. Brought an MLS Cup in two thousand four. Uh, just such a fun time to watch from 'o four to 'o seven. Um, so, uh, absolute legend. Uh, a guy. Has he had the Hall of Tradition yet? I think they, if they ever bring that back so. for the twenty fifth anniversary, he should absolutely be in the Hall of Tradition. He's probably he probably be like my next player that would that I would think uh, would have to make that uh, would have to make that role. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with the 25th anniversary next year or the year after that. I'm still debating as to whether it's next year or the year after that. But um, yeah. all right, we're gonna probably we're, let's leave this open for uh, for about like five more minutes so you guys can call in. This is your last chance. Uh, we said 10 o'clock, but you know it was gonna kind of depend on you know who calls in, who shows up, and and everything like that. We got through our guests for the day. Uh, so 703-879-4844 If you want to call in, um, if you can't read. What's that? If you can't read, but you got you got if, if you you the audio,
1: the audio format. You got the audio, and you got
0: the and you got the visual. The number's right down here, right down here,
1: right down here. I'm pretty close. Right it's for <laughs> our for our blind listeners, we want to make sure that we're we're uh, accessible. Yes, exactly. All of tradition. Exactly. What's that? Exactly. Equal opportunity. Equal opportunity,
0: my friend. Um, try to think of there's like so we we got a little bit maybe into the um uh into sort of the Olson. Uh, the Olsen discussion in Olsen out and and I, I i'll just say that i think there there are a lot of people out there i think there are a lot of people that are genuine that are fans of this team i will say there are a lot of people out there that almost seem to take joy out of this team losing and that to me is very much uh is very uh very upsetting um so i i don't know i i hope that Olsen succeeds to be honest i really do cuz then the team succeeds and we get to take uh, Rooney out, I guess, on a uh, on on a good note. Um, so ho- hopefully, uh, uh, let me ask you this. I, I got something came to my head. If Rooney wins an MLS Cup, does he become a club legend? If he brings an MLS Cup home?
1: Uh I don't know. I mean, you were calling Gomez a legend. Gomez only played for the team for four four full seasons, then he came back for a fifth. So if 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 duration is not as important as impact to the club then then yes if, if 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 you can if you can make that big of an impact in that short of time then i think yes because he uh, single-handedly along with the stadium brought the team back to relevance and if they win while also being relevant then yeah i think so i mean it will be a little it's a it's not as i would say it's like a he's like a diet legend he, he would be he would, he would like a he would not be a gold-plated legend he'd be like a silver legend we had to a silver legend. So there's levels, the
0: and boom, we have another call uh, coming in. Um, Greg, this is you. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm sorry, Greg. This is like your third or fourth time calling in. I can recognize your number now. I've got it down. So, um, uh, someone new, please call in. Uh, someone new, please call in. Uh, we got. We got to cut it off at some point. We can't just have the same person coming calling in constantly. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I would. I would say if he brings a cup home, that changes uh, the calculus significantly. I think it makes him almost certainly a club legend. And uh, I, I don't know if I call him a hot, you know, the top level club legend, like Jaime Raider level. No, but certainly, I mean, theoretically, a diet th- legend. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. Theoretically, I'm pretty sure like I, I'm I'm pretty positive that Gomez technically only won one trophy with the team. And that was the MLS Cup final. Now, again, he had like MVP caliber years. Well, I guess there were the sorry there were the supporter Shield in 06, 07. I kind of forget those. But um, so I guess he's won like three trophies with the team. Um, so, but I think that definitely would elevate it. And it would be, it would be not only a miraculous turnaround for the team, but it would be, it would be, uh, such a, such a comeback, uh, such a comeback for this team. Um, so, uh, and it would be a great, great to see him go out on that. Um, all right. I think we're going to go
1: ahead and call it unless John, did you have anything else you wanted to add? No, um, other than uh, for those of you who are watching, thanks for uh, being a part of this effort and for listening to the show in general. Yes. And for being part of my Twitter mob when we attacked the new DC United official podcast. That was a, I felt <laughs> like I had a gang. I had, a, I had a, John Hoffman at a posse. It was cool. Um, if you like the show, obviously you do. If you tuned in, keep listening. Uh, join us every week or or sometimes twice a week we're gonna probably do more video work here going forward i think it's something we like doing it's something new and give some uh n- other people who maybe aren't podcast people an opportunity to check us out uh if you want to support us on patreon we should also have next time ted we got to make sure we have a banner for patreon that links to the same number or new person. a uh, it's a different person so we'll right, actually take, do it we'll take let's it, it. Let's we'll it. take yeah. it
0: well welcome to rfc refugees how can we help you
4: Hi, hi. This is Eric in Fairfax, and I, I just called in because I've I've had a heavy heart for the last couple last couple months, guys. Um, I was a Rooney doubter at the beginning, the very start of it, and and I have changed my ways so entirely, and now, and now that he's leaving, I, I just feel so deeply this this pain that this beautiful man has come and lifted us so high, and yet now we are again so low um and i'm just feeling it deep that now that now that his whole familial situation is just sorted out i hope that he can bring us joy and trophies once again
0: uh we certainly uh we certainly hope that as well are are you encouraged at all by the by any of the talent that that has been brought in
4: oh uh i wouldn't say encouraged so much as just <laughs> Fascinated by this team's continuing need to have like a, a Davy arnaud esque like just just some type of guy at the back who can break ankles.
1: A goon. And, yeah. <laughs> a d- I, have over- tire, I, 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 I we hate, hate that it's I
4: hate it that I hate that it's the man that it is. I hate that it's the man that it is, but like I feel that, that like something has clicked back into place now that we have this this angry destroyer on our roster. I
0: don't know. I mean, we. So, I think you're right. So, you know, in, remember those days like when D.C. was like, I think it, I'm going to go in and say it was like 2012. They had like Davy Arnone, who was a guy who would do those types of things. He would just walk in and just like he, he would he was not the quickest player, most skill, but he would just knock guys over and kind of get players off their game. And I think you hit the nail on the head. The team has gotten a little passive. Uh, they're not they don't have really canals and uh, Moreno aren't those enforcers. Um, and, uh,
4: they're not, they're not, they're a little, they're a little, uh, they're skilled. They're great on the ball. Um, I, I, I have no, no, nothing to say about poorly against them. Um, but, but I do agree that that's just not Ben Olson. He's a limited man and he knows how to coach just hard workers. I think. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, Thank you for taking my call. I've I've got to go
0: eat uh, a sandwich. Oh well, go go enjoy that sandwich, my friend. Thanks for calling. Enjoy in. your late dinner, Eric. We appreciate it. <laughs> we appreciate you calling in. Yeah, i i I won't doubt. I won't doubt what uh Ooh. what he said. I think that this team maybe needs a little bit of bite to it. It needs somebody who's going to come in, push some guys over, and uh, and uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully he can bring that type of mentality, and hopefully the results turn around. Um, I, I think we'll. We'll have to wait and see. Um it's gonna be uh it's gonna be an interesting it's gonna be interesting seeing him out there in a DC jersey, uh for sure, after years of booing him. Um so and, and we'll get I, a chance immediately. I, I, will, I will be very curious. Coaching. I'll be very curious if he scores a goal, do you think you're like I think you'll see fans who maybe don't have the like week to week, like, you know, I'm watching this team week to week who are going to cheer. But I'm really curious to see like what what ha- I'm, a, I'm a curious what happens when they announce his name at the at the game when they announce his name as a as a player. I'll be curious if he scores a goal. I'll be curious if he scores multiple goals. I'll be curious to see who who cheers. If the cheers are kind of muted, uh, it'll be that'll be fascinating for me to watch because he's going to start. I don't think there's
1: any doubt he's going to start. It would but. be his first goal of the year if he scores. Yeah, um, he's got. So he's gonna so, happen. Like- it's gonna happen. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> goal of the week, also hat trick. I I will. I'll clap if he scores. Yeah. I I, I want to win. Yeah. Oh,
0: and boom! It's like you know, we we say we don't want calls and the calls keep coming in. So we'll keep we'll stay alive as long as calls come in. Welcome to RFK Refugees. How can we help you? Hey guys,
7: sorry for uh, calling at the last minute. There, you're I uh, missed the beginning of the show, but I did have a question for you guys. Go ahead. I think if we if we take a minute and step back and, and we put the Rooney departure on the shelf for a moment because it's not till the end of the season, I, uh, evaluating the moves we've made this window, if, if we didn't know Rooney was leaving, I kind of feel like it wasn't the worst transfer window. You know, they, they brought in kind of some pieces that the team really needs right now, and I I'm, I'm, guess I'm curious from your guys' perspective, for the rest of this season, are these moves what we needed?
0: I mean I think they were cert- they're certainly needed. Uh if you looked at the the lineups and you looked at the at who was at, at who was out there on the fields and who Ben Olson had available to sub, it was very clear this team needed something. Um I think they did I'm going to go ahead and say they did enough for this season that I think maybe they've made it interesting where, you know, if this team turns it around, they have the talent now not, not just one through 11, but on 12, 13, 14. And then once you start getting guys healthy, you can start subbing guys in, you know, you, Ben Olsen has sub has choices he can make. He has players he can bring in that can sort of change the dynamic. And he hasn't had that all season. Um, and you know, we can, we can go back and talk about the failure that was to really have that type of thing. Uh, have that type of sort of being able to sort of change the game. Uh, but I mean, it, you're theoretically looking at a situation where Kamara is is 100% fit, maybe after two or three games. Um, I mean, he's six months without really playing, but I think he can probably get fit pretty quickly. And also, he's going to be an out-and-out out out goal scorer. But you're talking about it, he's going to be on the bench maybe for a couple of games. He's a guy you can bring in to change the game. Tang, if he starts or if he's off the bench, he's going to be able to brought in to, to change the game. Um, and and that those are guys that Ben Olson really hasn't have. Um, I, I don't know, John, are you in the same boat with me?
1: Yeah, I think that uh, they don't feel like MLS Cup bolstering moves. They feel like getting us into the playoff bolstering moves. And I still think we needed another center back. I think the fact that we're an injury away from Jalen Robinson being a starting center back in the crunch time of the, of the playoffs is not comforting to me, uh, particularly depending. If we, if we go back to our four-back line, we've got a little bit more depth with Pines there and Pines potentially will play a little bit better um, in his familiar position flanked by two defenders versus being out on his own on the right side. I still think that it would have behooved them to provide some competition for places there, Um, but, you know, they probably looked around and and saw that there wasn't going to be something they could afford or somebody that was available on a free. I would have liked, of the rumors that came through, I thought Danny Williams was an interesting one, former USMNT player, former Reading player. Um, I, I... I imagine, I don't know what the, I don't know what the mon- the money situation was with him and I don't know how long it's been since he played. So again, we need players that are ready to go now, which is another thing that's in favor of Felipe um, being in season, being ready to go. So yeah, I, I I think we're generally happy with the moves and you're right that if we didn't know Rooney was leaving, it would feel more like a building uh, of, of a more, of, of, you know, a stronger team and less like what is what's going to be left after he leaves? We're gonna we'd be a, we'd be a much more positive outlook. I think you're I think you're right to point that out.
0: Yeah, and just and, and you know I think Garcia was the one guy that intrigued me. I think he would have been somebody who would have said who you would bring in, and suddenly that changes that changes everything. Um, unfortunately, they couldn't make it work. Um, I think maybe though if they brought in Garcia, I don't think maybe they bring in Boateng. I think Boateng was a move they made because they still hadn't either heard back from Garcia or they weren't, they weren't confident they were going to be able to get him, but I could be wrong too. I could be absolutely wrong. Um, It's a lot of guesswork sometimes involved in this and they still got, they still got, they still got like four hour or three, I guess two, three more hours to figure it out. So who knows?
7: Yeah, no, I I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with T T. Rodriguez for the rest of this season. I mean, he's technically on a designated player status right now, which is, kind of shocking given his form i think he's got a big upside but you, you wonder if he continues to trend downward or stay neutral if they try to make a move for garcia again in the winter
0: yeah yeah absolutely well thank thanks so much for calling in eric uh we're gonna i think we're gonna go ahead and let you go uh and uh yeah thanks for thanks for calling in and hope you enjoyed the podcast
7: yeah thanks guys me. we'll see you loud on friday
0: yep see you loud i'll be there i won't be there but he but john will be there of course <laughs> All right, uh I guess so we, I mean we got like two calls in there. Like I feel like like I feel like we should wait just like a little bit and like see if anybody else wants to call We've in. We got
1: some chat stuff we can work through. Yeah,
0: we got some chat stuff. We'll, we'll go about another 5 more minutes if, if someone else wants to call in. Number is right down here if you can't see it or if you're if you're not paying attention, so. If you're just looking at my at John and I's beautiful face and you're just so distracted by it. Yeah, we need <laughs> to shrink that box so they see more of this more of the beauty. So I downloaded so, if anyone knows the story, like YouTube got rid of like the quick hangouts. So, like, I downloaded the software literally, I think, two days ago, and I, I haven't, I just got like an hour before recording to like play around with it a little bit. So, that's partly why things are pretty rough right now um, in a lot of ways. Not me forgetting to not plug in or to think my laptop was plugged in when in fact it wasn't. So, <laughs> it's, all,
1: it's all, it's all growing
0: pains. It's growing be. pains and a learning process. Exactly.
1: At uh, Jonathan M says, uh, Where's Freddie Adu these days? Freddie Adu is coaching. There was an article that came out. He still thinks he's got another chance ahead of him. He's a bit more realistic now about what the squandering he's done with his career. Uh but he's coaching kids. I think that's where I think that's where his future lies honestly. I don't think I think he's done playing now. I don't think there's any more like weird far-flung leagues to pay him a million dollars a year anymore. I think we have I think he's I think he's rid all those out. <laughs> They're yeah, all done now. He he he's it's done. It, he is his
0: he's over as far as I think a player, I think he's gone to coaching. He might become like, you know, the most success, he might become a more successful coach than a player. That's happened before, but I have to wait and see if his, co- what his coaching abilities can be. Uh, so, and he's, he's well-traveled. So he's seen all kinds of systems, all
1: kinds of coaches. So he certainly has a, has a lot of experience in that regard. Johnny Delusional says, if you want to, if you want me to be honest, he doesn't trust the ownership and the FO with the head coach replacement search. And then Jonathan said, we can't even trust the FO to keep a brand new field in shape, which, good zinger. <laughs> I mean, the field doesn't look like crap, and it will be replaced uh, next week after this game. So uh, you'll get to see. I feel really bad for the groundskeeper. there's yeah. there's only there's like There was like 5,000 games in the last month, and it's been 150 degrees. So I feel like he was fighting a losing battle. He lost. He was fighting it, but he did lose it. It's the field is dead now. That's yeah, yeah, that
0: would be uh, that would be Scott uh, Scott uh, Scott
1: McGuire, who was the former
0: kicker's um, field manager. I think he's in charge of the field, or he's in charge of the stadium. So I think, but I think he has a role to play in keeping the field together. So um, he's uh, kind of a, a shame he uh, that they have to go do that, but it, it's great that they're willing to go do that because that's an expensive process to replace the field. Uh, and it's not it's not cheap. And when you're a business, you just opened a stadium having to replace your grass field uh, in a year. I'm um, certainly was not something they were thinking about. Um, so hopefully maybe they'd be a little bit better. Uh, maybe they can figure out a way to make it stronger, to make it hold a little bit better so it doesn't
1: just get torn up like that again. Um, but uh, it's a sh- I think the secret is to not play lacrosse during a monsoon. Yeah, that, that the, the strip that you see down the middle is from the lacrosse situation and then they also played 6 games in in 5 days with the french league league tournament those two things combined with the weather sort of killed the grass i think it was something you could do um, but to the first part of that i want to get your thoughts going along with the Olsen out situation and saying that he does leave is it a package deal to you with also with Dave Casper do you think that they if one goes they both go do you think that the they're equally culpable both on for the results on the field and for the vision of, of of the way the team plays, or do you think that Olson is sort of independent of any other choice? That, that's a tough call.
0: That's a really tough call. Um, I, I would say I am more supportive of Dave Casper, knowing what he's doing. No one knows his way around the MLS rule book better than Dave Casper, um, and and what he's been able to do. And, and arguably, I mean, you look at who he's been able to bring in. I mean he brought in Wayne Rooney when no one even had that on their radar he he's able to bring in Ola Kamara i'm sure there are teams out there that would love to have Ola Kamara and dc managed to get in you know really really without anyone i don't think anyone really noticing it was very surprising when they went and got Ola Kamara and that required some maneuvering um i mean there there were there are tons of teams i could think of right now that would love to have a striker like him out there um so I feel like Casper does a lot of right, and he does a lot of good. Um, the question now, again, this this off season, the decision to keep uh, to keep uh Zoltan Steber, uh, Chris McCann. There's a lot of moves that haven't worked out this year, and it's part of the reason DC's in the position that they are in. Now, on the flip side, too, I think they've done a great job with la- la- uh, with launching Loudon. Um, with doing ryan martin uh all this stuff ha- has been really good uh for for the team so it, i'm i'm on the tense of, of 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 giving uh giving casper an opportunity to do a coaching search because i don't think he really got that opportunity uh because Olsen's just kind of been thrown in there it's been olson and casper running things from now for from the beginning um i think again that's going to be the ownership to the side. um you know it might be a situation where if they the ownership says we want to get rid of olson, Casper might say, okay, or he might say, well, if Olsen leaves, I leave. Uh, and then, you know, you're
1: starting over from scratch. Um, I, I may be against that type of blow up, to be honest. Um, I, don't, high up. I don't think Casper, I don't think Casper is doing the Rudy thing. If Ben Olson gets fired, I don't think he's putting the jersey on the desk. I think, I think if Ben goes, I think, I think he'll be happy to keep his job. Yeah. And honestly, and now we have the chat being a little bit upset with the idea of keeping Casper. Or some members of the chat. Some people like it. Um, I think that you, you. His resume is the team, the players he's been able to find on literally pocket lint and some and some quarters at the bottom of the of the washing machine. That's basically been his budget. His the, the coaching search with Ben Olson was again resource constrained. I don't imagine we're gonna be high. We won't have the cheapest coach again after Ben Olson. The 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 viewpoint will be a little bit wider than it was before. So, I, I, I honestly, if we I think that we need a new, we need a new vision on the field. I don't necessarily think we need a new vision as far as the type of players we're looking for. That's really dictated by money. Uh, scouting is dictated by money. The ability to bring in players that are of a higher caliber are about money. It's not about Dave Casper. The GM, for the most part, is about making you know managing that internal process and then uh, sort of making decisions about the team on that way. But not necessarily like the the reason we uh, got Wayne Rooney is not because of, uh, you know, it it wasn't just, it wasn't just that he wanted to come to DC. They had to put together a package that made sense to him. They had to structure his contract in a way that was attractive to him. They incentivated an element of it, made him play hard and score goals and care more than, you know, more than anybody. Because he because he got paid, I think oh, a quarter of a million dollars every time he scored a goal or something like that. Was it twenty five or two hundred fifty? It I, couldn't I, have been yeah. two hundred fifty. Yeah, that would be the we would we would be we would be already mortgaging Audi Field. I think uh, more like doubling out the seats. So yeah, I think we're both. I think we're on the same page. I think those are separate arguments, and that the one to fire Ben is much more compelling based on results, based on trying to figure out a new direction, a new style of play, than potentially Casper is.
0: Yeah, you you almost always see a coach go, and then the 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 person running sort of the the soccer the the higher up, the GM gets a chance to find his own coach, and then if that doesn't work out, then you can start asking questions like that. But you know, I think just like I think we've seen Casper be relatively successful successful than a lot of front offices in MLS once he got sort of an open. Once he got the purse strings open a little bit and when the purse strings were constrained he still managed to find just some unbelievable players that managed to get some success. I mean, look at Dwayne De Rosario had a good couple of years here. You had, you know, Fabian Espindola. These were all guys that he that he managed to get um and bring in when the team did not have really any type of budget whatsoever. They were really offering on whatever allowance MLS was going to give him. So, I think he needs he he's shown when the purse strings have been open that he could bring in talented players um and he could bring in the skill set i would wonder when he saw that three back line go out when he knows Olsen had the ability to play a four back line i wonder if he kind of went oh come on <laughs> like we've got the ability to play the way this team was built to play what are you doing ben but i think he's i think he steps back and lets ben you know pick the lineup so um I don't know that that's that's going to be a tougher question. I think maybe than whether Olson goes or not. Um, so we'll that's going to be probably the the big discussion is when Olson goes. If Casper's leading the search, then probably Casper's fine. Now the question is, what happens if they find somebody who says, "I want complete control," and it's somebody DC really really wants. I want to be the technical director and the coach. And what if DC thinks that's a good idea?
1: That would be you the mean end a, a Jurgen. He, what if a Jurgen comes in? Not actually Jurgen, but a Jurgen type. Not just
0: a Jurgen, but like I mean Bruce Serena has complete control and uh in in New England. Now that might not that might not mean that Casper goes away. Casper might have to step down. But that's going to be the question: Would he be willing to do that? He'd be like, you know what? Just get rid of me. I'll go find somewhere else to go. Um, that'll be interesting to see if, if they get because that's been kind of becoming a little bit popular. I mean, you have Peter Vermees over in uh, over in Sporting Kansas, Kansas City who has complete control. He is the technical director and he's a coach, so it can work. Uh, the problem is Jurgen is just not a good soccer. He's he's even a worse soccer tactician than Ben Olsen. And I know I'm going to like light up the chat room with that, so that's why I said that because we're
1: <laughs> Joe, Joe Cromwell said that he doesn't think that, and I think he's probably right. They wouldn't give that power away if they wouldn't have taken Bruce. Cause we, we know that Bruce was angling for this job and they didn't, they didn't let him have it. So I, I think, I think that they probably like to keep those powers separate. Um. So, I, yeah, I, I think, I think you give I think you give Dave Casper a chance to figure it out. I wouldn't be. I Now if you hired somebody else that was proven and could do the job, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't tear my hair out. If you didn't move Casper on, I think he's done a good job. I don't think he's. I don't think there's no one that could do better than him. But I'm fine with a new direction. If, if 50% new direction or 100% new direction, it's fine with me. I just don't feel strongly about the other 50%. Yeah, yeah.
0: We'll. Uh, it, it. It's going to be. This is going to be interesting. Uh, interesting nine games. Uh, the perspective of DC is very different than it was uh, even before. The uh, Philly game or right after the Philly game. Uh, it, it's crazy how quickly things have changed. Um, I don't think we've had any new moves. I know uh, Golf was talking about how they're potentially being. New. I was curious
1: to see if anything else has uh, has arisen, but it doesn't look like that. Um, we've got some. We've got some coaching. Uh, we've got some coaching candidates yes. here in the chat. I want to run through real quick. Uh, Josh Wolf, <laughs> unfortunately, has a job already. Yes, uh, we were, we've instructed that we've got to keep Zach Thornton, protect our Zach Thornton at all costs. I'm fine with that. That's good. Uh who else we have Jurgen Klopp that's an option Mourinho Marcelo Gallardo as manager that would I, be fun. I don't
0: think Marcelo Gallardo would want to come back here to be honest
1: so are you kidding me he loved it here he couldn't wait he couldn't bear it to leave he was so sad yeah he played for half a <laughs> season <laughs> yeah Uh Echeverry Gomez Hugo Perez Louis van Gaal out of retirement Uh <laughs> so yeah there's some options there's lots of names out there we'll, we'll see how it goes John Lee would like to know if we know what happened to Chris Hall. We do not know what happened to Chris Hall. Do you know what happened to Chris Hall? So I I don't know what happened to Chris Hall. I I would, I think, though. So
0: what? Again, what you have to understand about DC is they had like one person doing five jobs. And one thing that I have been very, it's been very, very good to see is that they're very clearly hiring other people to fill other roles and to actually staff out. There's so much more to being a functioning soccer team than the the front office the g m and the coach and the players. There's a whole other section around that, and I think one thing d c is finally starting to do is starting to hire more people, so it would not surprise me if some of chris Chris Hall might still be there, but his duties might not be as public um as the as they were when he first got here and really he was like he was like being fan support, he was doing like the sideline reporting. For the games, he was traveling with the team. He was the one person they sent out during some of those flow sports games to to interview to interview players after the game and, and stuff like that. So he he's I would I don't know if he I, I would assume he's still there in DC, but I think his other his sort of more visible responsibilities have kind of been passed on to
1: other people, which is a excellent thing. Very, like very Michael good thing. Cohen. Michael Cohen, host of the new enemy show of RFK Refugees, <laughs> the DC United podcast. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah. I think you're right. I think he's around. I think he's just not doing all the TV stuff, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Which question I mean, about what happened to Lindsay Simpson? Also, uh, same same story there. We don't know. I think that uh, I think there's still probably some legal wrangling going on. Her, her
0: his, his, uh, her Twitter is like I don't know what it is. Like you go to her Twitter and she's like still got the same tweet from the opening
1: of Audi Field. And she's frozen in carbonite. Yeah, <laughs> she's like she she does not it's, want it's. She just can't make. I'm making a lot of Star Wars references tonight. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Also, Johnny Delusional says uh, Luciano Emilio is already coaching, so that's another name to keep in mind for the future. Also, Rudy jumping on the fact that he says that
0: Casper hired Olsen, so he got that coaching search. Um, I would argue that he didn't really get a coaching search. That was also during the Kevin Payne era, and there's a lot of... There's a lot of uh, stories about how much Kevin Payne really sort of ran things at DC and kind of why he was shown the door. Um, now, Kevin Payne's been excellent for fan relations. Uh, I would not doubt. I've heard stories of him and how he sort of has felt the fans should be treated, uh, but I think he liked to meddle with things. Um, Bruce Arena has talked about extensively how uh, d- how uh, he would come down and say, uh, no, you need to be playing this position, and and he would honestly laugh at him um, in, in some ways. So uh, I think Dave Casper hasn't really gotten a search when he's had a budget either. I mean, this team was clearly that Ben Olsen was hired because they looked at other coaches, and the other coach was like, "So what's my budget going to be like?" And they're like, "Um, you know, it's well, yeah, we'll figure that out." And then they're like, "Well, I don't
1: really want to go here." So. I mean cuz Ben how was How would into you it. like a Danny Alsop? <laughs> <laughs> how would you How would How would you like uh, How would you like a Juan Manuel, man, man, uh, Manuel Peña, the mummy from from Bolivia. Those are your options. So yeah, that's the way that goes. Yeah,
0: and and Rudy, thank you for joining the show and thank you for listening. Um but you're you're one of those people who just can never seem to find anything good to say about DC. So, you know, that's that's what I think about you and I know it's you on the on the chat. So
1: um, i do oh, very angry yeah, uh, yeah
0: no there, there's a there's a reason there's a reason so
1: so uh we also have uh people would like to get flow out uh so what do you think of, i so here's my position on flow now at this point uh it's 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 literally just it's literally just like they they just throw the game up it's like it's like uh, just a HD news channel 8 on the internet like there's the extra content is not there that we thought would be there it's not okay Bummer. the problem is that there's still there's still two more two more years or three more years of this two more uh it's all two long more. the years. agreement it,
0: it's two more i think it's two through 20 because it, it was 2020 i think it's two more seasons i think it's the end of 2020 that's when they wanted all the all the deals to be done because they're gonna have the um uh they're all, they're going to group everything together. So I, I think it's, you know, and it still might be flow sports. Everybody don't, don't count. Don't count yeah. that out. Don't count that out. Trust me. We might be stuck I with believe- flow
1: sports for eternity. Everybody. Yeah, I believe. Uh, yeah. We may, we may be looking at flow cycle and, and, and flow and flow, uh, ultimate Frisbee and <laughs> flow, flow, what flow bots, uh, forever. I think that personally, I do not think that I will be renewing next year and I will find other means to watch the game. Um, uh, for and that's all that's a subsidized cost I don't know what it'll be next year they might not even subsidize it next year uh I I love I I do love having Dave (laughs) (laughs) we get another call in man we are going to go right up to we
0: got a 202 number calling in from DC welcome to RFK Refugees how can we help you hey what's going on this is Dustin hey Dustin what's on your mind man
7: oh nothing much you know you guys just Started talking about flow, so that kind of triggered me a bit. A bit
0: <laughs> on the call. What flow's so, been fantastic. You haven't been enjoying
1: the world class coverage on Flow Sports, the Rooney, the Rooney Show. Yeah, we've yeah, not watched the coaches show.
0: You haven't seen it?
7: Uh, no. See, that's the thing too. Like now, without Wayne Rooney, it's kind of you know makes you kind of think, Yo, how are they going to really leverage flow against the fan base at this point? Now that they don't really have the the big draw that is Wayne. You know, come you know come next year. But no, the float deal, as far as I know, it's through. I, th- I thought it was a four-year deal, and I think I know MLS told the clubs that they aren't allowed to sign any regional TV broadcast deals through 2022. I believe it is. You're right.
0: You're right. You're actually right. And I remember yeah. it's like the 2022 World Cup is like when the deal yeah. when the deal goes yeah. away. So um. and
7: the float and the float CEO, he's been pretty pretty boisterous about how they definitely want to be in the running for the league-wide rights if the league decides to do kind of a universal thing come 2022. So,
1: man, Lord help us yeah, you if <laughs> You happens. You know, like, I think they, they've gotten, for the most part, I think the technical bug's out. I mean, the the the, the show-level quality is still garbage. Uh, the apps are still just complete trash. Uh, yeah. They, the the one thing they got right is they have they have a good announcing crew that I think everybody pretty much likes. But the, you know, the extra content doing doing player interviews where you're basically just interview you're filming the scrum that all of the media are using to write their stories. So you're going to see the same quotes in everything because they're just recording the practice scrum. And the 4 minutes yeah. with Ben on a Wednesday, it's just not it's not enough. Like I don't even understand if you were to hire two full-time staffers with with you know 4k cameras and uh, the ability to to edit video and said all right guys think of concepts and go do them you have access to our players uh from these times they would come up with more content than they have gotten uh and this this outsourcing to flow sports has not given them that and i don't know if it was that they weren't promised it or if this was literally all about that 14 million 14 million dollars and they didn't care at all what happened otherwise that's what that's the vibe everybody gets. I think it was just it was all about the money, and everything else is they they don't really mind that they haven't delivered the way they said they would. Yeah,
7: and I think that's kind of what the team, as far as I can see from the outside looking in, it kind of feels like that's what the team expected out of Flo when I guess they pitched that to them in their you know in, in you know in their plan. But you know, like you said, dude, none of those none of those like little snippets, video snippets, are worth anything more than being on the team Twitter page or team Facebook page. None of it is any exclusive, valuable content that I would really want to be paying for, you know, behind a paywall. It's, you know, uh, I w- it's not, it, just, it just doesn't seem like it's worth it. I, I will get, like you said, I will give Flo a little credit. They, you know, they fixed the bandwidth issues and the broadcasts have been pretty straight uh, since that away New England match where they had the big red screen <laughs> but, um, and, and also they did get a fire TV app. So you know, if you have a fire stick, it will work for fire stick. Now it does have that now.
3: So.
0: Yeah. I, I, so what, one thing I will say is it seems to me that the team might actually have been part of the contract. They might be the ones sort of responsible for producing the content because what we're seeing now is I'm seeing a lot of people being hired you know, on the sidelines, you know they had Chris Hall. There wasn't a Flow Sports person they hired separate. They just had Chris Hall, and so part of the deal was sort of that it would be a combined effort between DC and Flow Sports. Um, so I really put the blame kind of on both of them a little bit. Um, I think DC deserves maybe a little bit more blame, um, not certainly for the for the technical issues and the broadcast and everything, but certainly um, certainly a lot of other things. So um, I, I would I would agree with you. That the that Flow Sports has been the streams have gotten better, but the content is is lacking, and I think part of that might actually be on the team. Uh, I think the team needed to hire people to do that and they're starting to do that so i'll be curious to see what happens next year they got two uh, three more years of this so maybe we'll get something maybe we'll get uh ola kamara an Ola kamara show or something like that or a mesut ozil goes to the mesut ozil drinking coffee or something like coffee that. with mesut
1: <laughs> dustin have you seen have you seen the ig videos that they've been posting sort of like it's like they have like it's like film a dubstep or or whatever edm and it's like very creatively cut. Have you seen those videos that the team has posted? Not flow, but the team.
7: No, the Instagram videos. I haven't. I've seen like some of the stuff that they've been doing on Twitter and Facebook, but Instagram,
0: no.
1: Yeah, so they they I, they obviously hired a young person uh, and as like an intern, and they said do whatever you want with this video, and it's it's really good. Like it's it's almost it's uh it's like a YouTube highlight hype video with not like 1990s Italian techno music it's like current music so it's I, I suggest everyone check that out that's free you don't have to pay $71 a year for that um, it's yeah. not you know it's not feature rich but at least it's something pleasant to look at that's DC United related
7: yeah true I, I have noticed that the Facebook and Twitter videos have gotten a little a little better if anything they should just give Quentin Ameriquar on own like flow show yes how have that. they not
1: I, you are absolutely I, right that's easy money it's like that's like $20 sitting on the ground I don't understand why you don't pick that yeah, up dude.
7: I would watch Quincy talk about MLS before Ben Olsen give coach speak and cliches on a Wednesday. You know, so I'm with you. Yeah,
0: but anyway, man, thanks,
7: thanks, thanks for the show, man. I'll, I'll keep listening. I appreciate you guys' work.
0: Yeah, they did com. They should do that. But thanks for joining us uh, <laughs> on the show, and uh, yeah, they, thanks for calling in.
7: All right, man. Have a good.
1: One. You too. Bye. We have the chat calls at midfielders and cars getting coffee with Mesedozo. That's uh, that's a plus. <laughs> that that's, is a plus uh, comment of the night so far.
0: All right, I think John and I uh, we said this would be two hours, but I think John and I are about ready. We have to go see our families. Uh, I put the two hours just so I think you two might cut me off if I go above or go above the time. So I think we're gonna wrap this up tonight. You guys have been awesome. This has been an awesome show. Um I have to admit, you guys have stepped up with calls with everything. Um, and it's been awesome to to listen, and uh, yeah, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week to review the LA game.
1: Hopefully, things will be happier. John, did you have anything else you want to close out on? Nope. Just to remind everybody, if you're listening, or watching us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. We're gonna be doing this more. Yes. Make sure you hit that button, so I don't have to tweet nine hundred thousand times on the day of to remind people. Although I'm still gonna do that, just. To <laughs> Uh, and then uh, I didn't I didn't get to finish it last time because the, the phone started ringing. But if you like the show, want to support us, if you have heard about our idea that we're going to start donating every three months, 25 percent of uh, our revenue to uh, a charity, a DC, local D.C. charity, that's soccer affiliate that our patreons choose. And you want to get involved with that, please, uh, please go to patreon.com dot slash RFK refugees uh, and make sure you're following us on on Twitter, which I'm sure all of you are at this point if you're listening. Yes. And Dan, Dan, I will be at and so I'll, I will tweet my general location. You come say hi for me. Yeah. All right. Thank you all so, so much for listening, and we will catch you all next week. Vamos.
0: Vamos.